Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the podcast. In this episode, we're going to briefly introduce ourselves, and then we're going to give our take on the current state of the Kenyan fitness industry. So Andy, let's start with you. Hi, um, as I've always said, Andy Davis. Um, So I've been going to fitness via competitive sport, really, Um, you know, working out from an early age to try and maximise, mainly for rugby, but also for my Mai Tai career. Um, so a lot of power-based stuff. And, you know, I worked in the security services in the Brit- for the British government when I was younger, um, from the age of 17, and essentially um, got a personal training qualification through that in 1999. So for me, um, I've been a qualified trainer for a long time, were, you know, training people in the military and the police for a long time, friends on the side. And nowadays I train, I'm quite selective. Um, I train mainly friends, family, people I know via online training um, to reach their goals. Um, you know, essentially, um, I got into sort of bodybuilding. I've competed in men's physique. Uh, you know, I got into actually bodybuilding via magazines. I used to buy all the magazines, not because I had an interest in bodybuilding. I was always looking for new styles of training. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're very sport-focused training, but I was in the gym trying to get bigger. And if you want to get bigger, who do you look at? Bodybuilders. Yeah, That's Instagram, a, anyway. Exactly, it's before Instagram. So I bought loads of magazines. Actually, when I came to Kenya, I had about 20-odd magazines, which I then dished out at Trojan Gym. I think oh, you yeah, took most yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> still got his stash in the bedroom. Mainly mine from yeah, before. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, so I used to get that, and also for the articles, read all the science stuff, and it yeah, used to be, that's pretty much it for me, um, you, know, I, you know, I've got my passion for helping people, so generally, most of the people, friends who come to me are people with issues, like, you know, where either are training derailed, and they want to get back to it, or we've got some health conditions, or weight conditions, or we've got certain set goals, so I try to help what I can, and go from there. Great. So you're the real OG in the uh, oh, you mean I'm old. industry. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm old. Yeah. But no, I've been going for a long time, you know. Um, as I said, you know, I'm nearly 40 now. Um, so I've seen quite a lot of what changes. Well, exactly. I feel that. I actually feel like, you know, I'm Benjamin Button. So, you know, <laughs> I'm getting younger. Younger at heart, I think. Well, that's what, that's the beauty of yeah. kind of strength training and weight training. True. Less less rugby yeah, nowadays, yeah, less rugby. so I'm um, less less injury less based. Injury. <laughs> yeah. And you've got plans to compete again? Yes, I'll be competing probably. I've got I have a couple of operations. Well, one operation on my arm mainly, but probably next September, October, I'm gonna have a few weeks of hitting the, the stage in you know a few shows, mainly the PCA federation and try and qualify for the British finals. Oh, nice. That's in the UK. UK, but I might do a South African show. Because yeah, PCA yeah. South Africa looks, they've got lots of shows. Yeah. Um, you were seeing on my Instagram, I posted their calendar up. Yeah, because they had um, the PCA SA. So yeah. They have quite a few shows going there. So, yeah, that's, my goal would be great to get PCA in Kenya for East Africa. But, I know, that you know, would be the dream. I think they've only just established South Africa for over the last two years. So, we'll see. You know, hopefully, that you know, moves forward. But. Fantastic. And you have a coach? I have a coach. Um, you know, Ollie. Carson over in the UK, and um, you know he trains a lot of competitive bodybuilders, physique athletes, female physique 
competitors. Um, yeah, and you know, good guy. And it, I always think, you know, we can get onto this later. Yeah. Even coaches need coaches. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Agreed. Great. Well, Leon, what about you? Um, same sort of beginning, sports, more football, but yeah, I was sporty all around, football, basketball, a bit of rugby, but I was scared of the rugby injuries because the guys were... Rugby <laughs> injuries on then. Yeah, but um, rugby guys were much bigger than football guys, so... Well, your dad is a football legend. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, I leaned more towards the rugby, I mean the football side, but started um, gym because I wanted to get stronger, bigger, faster... For the for the football and yeah somehow I just leaned on towards more the bodybuilding because I mean football sports pretty much all sports in Kenya there's there's a there's a limit of what you can take and how far you can go yeah. so it reaches a point and you're just like eh, I'm done there's so no, yeah, there's no value in representing the country yeah so, <laughs> yeah true yeah and then I've seen it with my dad so yeah. He's, as much as he's a legend, it's not like, uh, there's much, it's more, it's just a, it's just a name, there's nothing really to it, it's not like, like when guys talk about Pele and yeah. Maradona and yeah, so yeah it's, 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 it's a big thing representing your country, and it's yeah. big, even in Kenya, yeah. but you'd expect, yeah, here if a country doesn't support yeah, these just, aspirations yeah, just, you, you reach that's the top level you reach that's it we're not going to push you for trials at, nope. internationally yeah. you reach your so. ceiling and then yeah and then that's it yeah and knowing sports it's it's not sports fitness all that it's 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 not cheap especially when yeah. you're thinking nutrition you're thinking your training and so a lot of guys invest and which is also what i did invest in your training invest in your food your coaching and then i think you reach somewhere and you realize huh I need to earn a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much what happened. So I just slowly went into the weight room. Found Andy's magazines. Yeah, and a few of the ones I had. And yeah. So Ronnie Coleman in the magazines, and I was like, yep, this yeah. is it. I'm going to be the next Ronnie <laughs> Coleman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it was just being naive yeah. and you're thinking, yeah, just exactly. a bit of creatine and whey protein. I think everyone early on... <laughs> Looks at these magazines and think, oh, that's achievable for yeah. everyone. Like, you're using, <laughs> oh, it's just creatine, all right, I'll save up. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so then went into nutrition, that's what I did first. So I was a nutritionist before I was a PT. You studied at university? Yeah, KU, and then um, did uh, nutrition and dietetics. And yeah, so that's a proper yeah. nutrition course. Yeah, and then um, worked in a hospital for a while, which, um, uh, it's one a hell of an experience, but very can be depressing. And did you get to wear a white coat though? Yeah, man. Yeah, See, yeah, if yeah. I was even if I was a dietitian, I was yeah, I wear a stethoscope around the neck, yeah. wear a white coat. No, we, uh, instead of uh, the stethoscope, we had our notebooks and yeah, <laughs> looking cool with your notebooks and then maybe um, there's this uh, formula food we used to carry around. So <laughs> those were our for babies. No, just for patients. So oh. yeah, could go into the IV fluid and depending on what the patient suffers from but yeah you had the white coat and it was nice but depressing also yeah hospitals in kenya you you get quite some serious to cases. certain to a certain point hospitals anywhere just depressing yeah. places yeah. so after that yeah big up to all the doctors though but yeah it's it's it, it takes job. yeah it's a calling so 
After that, went into PT and... And you studied that online? Yes, with the ISSA, Institute of Sports Science, and uh, no, International Sports Science Association, yeah. sorry. Yeah, and then after that, we did the corrective exercise with you. And yeah, now bodybuilding. So I did compete in Arnold Classic and then the UK Amateur Olympia, which was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of an experience. Yeah, so yeah, and then, yeah, now I'm on small break, hopefully compete maybe end of next year, depending yeah. how it goes. So Big growth time. Yeah, so more, now more focus on the studio, so yeah. more focus on the PT, just prioritizing. Yeah, yeah, because I think the past two years have been very competition focused, so it's, I'm thinking I'm just going to shift that energy into something else. And I think it's quite a good time because you can slowly bulk up to yeah, the next yeah, show. Yeah. You know, to think about it too much. Exactly. It's like you can't do much when you're prepping, but focus yeah, on prepping. True. Yeah. The calories <laughs> are low, so you can't think about anything. Yeah. <laughs> everything takes like a, like everything just needs to hold back for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take a break from that and just focus on like the business part, the online coaching, mm. the podcast, writing. Yeah. Just. Helping just, others. Yeah, just take my energies elsewhere. And hopefully, I'd like to coach like competitive guys. So, yeah, I'm hoping maybe even get one or two guys who yeah. are interested in it and try. Yeah, and likewise, I think there's something nice about training athletes and competitors. Yeah. I've trained a few, like, you know, especially in Mai Tai, a lot of guys yeah. for, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. fights and stuff, yeah. which was really great because they've got that focus. Yeah, true, true, true. But it's you not... have to train them in person. Yeah, with Mai Tai yeah. you do. But, like, with competitive bodybuilding, it's, yeah. like, almost a, a joy of it because you know they're going to be done the yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very disciplined It's got to be disciplined, exactly, which yeah. helps. Yeah, because if someone dedicates to competing, you know they'll follow everything 100%. Exactly. Also, as a coach, there's that um, sense of accomplishment when someone is doing everything to the, like, to the T and you're just... So would you like to shift more away from in-person mm. personal training to online or keep a mix? A mix, but if, if there was a big market in Kenya, if I was to choose, I'd go more into sports and, like, bodybuilding, yeah, like... And he was saying, like, even if I could coach boxing, like, but since I'm more into football... You could so do the conditioning side, though. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, even yes, boxers, yes, decent yes, boxers need yes. conditioning. Yeah, so more so. the strength conditioning part, yeah. bodybuilding. Get into some of the rugby team. Like, if rugby was a bit more yeah. professional here. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, even yeah. if it's one-on-one, -on -one, just more very yeah. specialised and very intentional, so to speak. Like, like you can see the end goal, a competition, or a, even powerlifting, like anything, but very... Very specific. Because I think that's the difference here in Kenya. Like in the UK rugby scene at top, top flight oh, rugby, geez. you have even actually at national ones and two clubs, you have strength and conditioning coaches yeah, on yeah. the on the payroll. You know, like my home gym, Wombasa, which is where I grew up. It's not where I finished up playing, but where I grew up. It's, you know, uh, they're building a massive gym there. Yeah, just for the for the guys to train in, and it's, you know, all single dancing gym, yeah. lottery funding. That's, that's how it should yeah, be. Exactly. Because yeah. you have a lot of talent here, like yeah. like. Oh yes, in like, like all Kenyan, sport. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they're just hard working, very talented guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs, yeah. So I feel like if guys had the guidance and just just a bit of experience, because 
like here how many competitions do you have in a year for bodybuilding maybe one yeah, or two? that's probably why it needs to be more I mean they're not yeah. federated here yeah. now yeah, yeah. yeah boxing which also there's not much happening there's been some good boxers out of Kenya there's yeah. been some good boxing out of Kenya though traditionally there's been some good boxers yeah. out of Kenya so it's yes. got potential yes Muay Thai is picking up so hopefully we can head in that direction so I, th- I think there's there's I mean all over the world say Europe states you um, Australia you can see it's a really it's big business yeah. so it has a future so yeah yeah and we'll we'll discuss more about that when we talk about the state of the fitness industry Definitely. here yeah. but I'll just tell you a little bit about myself before then so I well I was always enjoyed sports at school um, but I didn't pursue that as a career I went into camp management. Yeah. I used to run luxury tented camps. Um, I ran a lodge up in Tana. Then I worked in the Mara for about six years. And the only time of day I really had to myself was my one hour of exercise. So I would do that in my tent with very limited space and equipment. So I used to do the beach body workouts. <laughs> Insanity. Sean T, P90X, <laughs> all those ones. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed them, and I mean, that, that's the main thing. You know, it was a mental thing as well as physical. So after working in the bush for 10 years, I decided to quit my job. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I was ready for a change. And then one day I decided, well, why not make my passion of health and fitness into a career? Yeah, that takes guts, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to leave a paying job and yeah. yeah, change your career. Yeah, so true. I went to the UK, I went to Bristol and I studied, uh, it was an intense personal training course with Premier, they're now part of NASIM. Yeah. And after that I came back to Nairobi and started yeah, trying, trying to set up a small business, meeting everyone I could in the industry. That's where I met Leon at Fitness Revolution. Yeah, she was in her corner. Doing her hip thrust. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so you build your glutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just slowly, slowly um, started up my business and to the point now where Leon, myself, and my mum own a small personal training studio in Karen. And it's a very holistic space. We do Feldenkrais, Pilates, massage therapy. Um, I'm very into corrective exercise and mobility, just teaching mm. people how to, to move with awareness, yeah. without pain, just challenge a lot of stereotypes, and, and hopefully through this podcast, um, educate. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the plan. That's the plan. This is a good plan. It's a good plan. Right, well, I think we're going to get into our take on the fitness industry in Kenya I would say it's 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 really growing at the moment it's an exciting time to be to be part of it Um, very challenging very challenging as I said before there's a lot of stereotypes to break the kind of well especially for women to leave the cardio and get into the weight room get strong to get strong and I mean that always will take time and I think all of us as qualified personal trainers 
face many frustrations mm. yeah. of the the level of professionalism in the industry. Yeah, Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah massively. Um, yeah, I think, like from my perspective, you know, I I, st I still get to go to UK a lot and train. And I keep a, I keep gym memberships in the UK because one, they're, they're cheap. Yeah, yeah. Way they're very well, affordable. Here, they're very affordable. And, and good quality. And very yeah. quali good quality. And I think maybe, you know, and I always say this, some good gyms here, a bare bone gyms, are just starting to, you know, get something. But they need to be cheaper. I think yeah, gyms here are just far too overpriced. Even, I, you know, the little gym I train at when I'm in Naivasha is 3,000 shillings a month. But it's not like it's, it's, it's rammed. Yeah, it's like the equivalent in the UK... You yeah. go into a, you know, you go into a, you know, twenty-four hour fitness pure gym or something, and you pay twenty pound a month. And you've got all the equipment. And you've got all the equipment, loads of space. Yeah. You know. I think it needs to sort of go on that that way because that way you're promoting more the personal training and because it's expensive if you're paying say ten thousand yeah. shillings for a gym and then you need exactly. a PT. Yeah. It becomes unaffordable. Then, yeah, yeah, and then maybe. You want to see a physio, like it all adds up. But if, if I think if it was more affordable, a lot of people would be able to access it easily, and it would it would make like financial sense for more. Yeah, and I think, and I don't know, you know, it's possibly a reason over the cost of equipment here, equipment maintenance. That's a big issue here. Yes, equipment maintenance. You know, you go into a gym. It'd be quite new, but the equipment's already breaking. Yeah, after three months. Yeah, it's like, because there's no one to maintain it. And I suppose, you know, maybe that's why there's a costing implication. But actually, most gyms, when you get this equipment, should find out how to maintain it themselves. Yeah, Train up a member of staff to just look after it yeah. and keep on top of the maintenance early on. Um, and actually, it's like all business. You can go over high margins and try and push yes. for costs up, or you can do the opposite. Try and get volume footfall, which therefore you get, you know, higher turnover and your margin can be smaller, but you still make more money because you've actually got yeah, true. that true. higher footfall. And I think that's where gyms need to go because people want to get fit in Kenya. Yeah, but not everyone can afford it. Yeah, and also I think mm. hire more, more qualified guys. Right. Yeah. Well, that that's probably one of the biggest yeah. yes. points. Yeah. I think, and that's why I think the struggle of paying... Yeah. Say something like nine thousand shillings a month when the gym's full of people who don't have a qualification yeah. between them. Yeah. You know, like, you know, why would why would someone do that? Because the client is thinking, why why am I paying this much for the gym and then this much for this guy and who has no skill to really offer? It's not even a skill. We don't even have a passion. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's not there. Yeah, true, 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 true. There's guys in there just doing it because it's a job. Yeah. And we've somehow got in work at some mate's gym and, and got some money and we're like and, and yeah and I hear them talking to some of the people who come in and go can you show me around and go, no, you pay me on the side yeah, and then I'll show you how and to yeah use I'll show you how to use the equipment <laughs> which you know is usually a free service true, true, um, true. and they're not qualified they're not professional but we don't have a passion either so you see them training four or five people at a time almost yeah, like circuit on their mobile phone oh, yeah, yeah it's the same program it's just same so yeah and everyone's circuit. doing like simple basic stuff with light weights jumping around box yeah. jumping or something yeah, you're like progression <laughs> stuff that people could get off of any old true, um true. training program online you know every even the worst celebrity mm -hmm. ones are yeah. as good as that you know and when you're paying for it you're like 
you know, I, I look and I just shake my head because I can't believe people actually yeah. fall for paying for that. And I think that's just the education process. Oh yeah, and I mean it's it's scary because as a personal trainer, you are in charge of someone's I mean, their their body, their health. You yeah. can injure them so easily. Yeah. You you need to be qualified. You need yeah. to know your anatomy. But it's gonna take it's gonna take someone getting sued. It's gonna take a I business so. being sued before but actually gym owners go. Oh, actually, we've got loads, all yeah. these unqualified people. So now we're taking on the liability. At least, like I know with me, you know, when you're reps qualified or you know, premier qualified, you've got indemnity. Yeah, you can get yeah, insurance. insurance. You get, you know, you can get public liability insurance because you're actually a qualified professional. No insurance company is going to insure against someone who's not qualified. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and a personal training course you're covering the bare bones but you need that qualification that is your foundation from there then you build up your experience yeah it's not like it's everything it's not uh it's not everything it's just the way you said it it's it's your foundation you need it to be able to progress that should be a start point and this is how you tell i think a good personal trainer from a bad one even with a qualification a good personal trainer should be looking to progress their own education. Yeah. And a big part yeah, of what they do fun. should be self-investment. Yeah. You know, to, to provide the best service to their clients, you know, there's no point just like you guys, corrective exercise, you can do group exercise, you can do boxing for sport. Yeah, she's working in a prenatal. Yeah, which is great. Pre and postnatal. Yeah, I mean, every, every year we try and um, do a new course. Yeah. Just keep reading, keep learning. There's so much there's information so out many, there. Even, free, even the free courses. There's free we just, courses. You just download and study and read. and But I guess it, it takes you, it takes passion, like you said. Exactly. Very, like, very, um, the need to improve, like self-improvement. Otherwise, for most, it's just a job. Yeah, and I, I think that this is where a lot of PTs get it wrong, but you just see it as working in a gym. Yeah. When it's actually part of a greater healthcare profession. Yeah. Yes, you know? no, that, that, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And it should, you know, we should be part of that network of mm-hmm. healthcare professionals, physios, chiros, nutritionists. Yeah. Imagine going into a hospital and a doctor's doing an operation on about seven people at once. You wouldn't choose me as a doctor, <laughs> would you? You wouldn't. No. Well, so why are you choosing a PT that's, you know, got its focus split across loads of people? I don't, you know, because it is part, you know, it's preventive medicine, essentially, you know, preventive, you know, healthcare. You know, you try to prevent these things from happening to you, you know, be, train hard, don't get diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also, I think, up to the client to be, to yeah. educate themselves as well, because it's, Almost just as much your fault if you've not asked to see the qualification of your trainer or, I mean, often in in gyms, in some of the gyms in the UK, they'll have a picture of all their personal trainers, uh, what level they are, their qualifications, and specialties, yeah. their specialties, exactly. So you can see who will be the best fit for Which you. Which is the so first thing that should happen. That should. So then you can walk in and you'd be like, ah. I like the look of Sarah. She's, you know, weight loss specialist, yeah, yeah. movement <laughs> specialist, perfect. Or you just state, I want to lose weight. I don't care about sports. So I just, I just, they tell you there's Jim, John, and Jane. They, they are qualified in this and this. You can choose, have a test session with either one of them. Yeah. And choose, like yeah. very... You know, taste sessions, free PT. Yeah. Free yeah. PT, you know, most gyms in the UK, you get what, you join up. 
And if you want to, you get one free PT session. Because they know it's a lost leader, they'll, if a PT is good, they'll always get the client. You know, because people don't really want to go to a gym and have to think about stuff. No, but, yeah. Yeah, you want to but you know, depending on your wallet size. So if you've got available funds, it's, it's, it's possible to do. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, there's a certain responsibility to the customer, certain responsibility with the gym owners, because they're carrying the legal responsibility. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it starts with the gym owners. I think it needs to, because they're putting themselves liable for bad cases. And I know the way it works in the UK with like reps and stuff, is reps level two and three. So you've got to be working in the gym already to get your reps level three, or working in exercise, an exercise profession. I was lucky because what I was, you know, we managed to get it squared away with the government because we were training fitness tests oh, within yeah. the military and stuff and doing all that sort of stuff. So, you know, they were like, okay, you can become fully qualified PTs. Like, brilliant. Um, so, you, you know, the way it works in the UK, the guy, to even become level two, you've got to show you're interested. You work normally in the gym. A lot of people work in either sales or reception initially. Mm-hmm. Then we do the level yeah. two. And from the level two, you've got to be working in the gym to get your level three. So you've already shown that you, you're interested in working in the gym and you know the basics of all the equipment yeah. and everything else. And there's modules on everything from math, science, English, as well as the, um, yeah, you know. Very well structured. It is very structured, as you know, and it's quite interesting to see. And I think in Kenya, you know, people, the ones with qualifications, you, you know, because there's no specific training schools here yeah. you, you end up people going online and there's a big difference between an issa yeah, course and some of the dodgy pt courses that are online yes, there yeah, and the, the quality the quality between all the pt courses online varies hugely yeah because you have to check like is it nasm certified is the issa is it is yeah. and you, you just don't pick any in, in um like thinking that you're going to save money, but yeah, that's what most people think. Exactly. Because they, they don't understand you're investing in your future, your career, you know, offering the best service. Because, you know, people, it's not just personal training. You want to be the person offering their clients the most because yeah. that's what keeps your clients coming back. Yeah, because you have to retain clients. That's, yeah. You can't be getting new clients every month. So it's draining. It's not a good sign. It's just a draining. It's a draining system. Well, it's also hard with the with this Instagram world where anyone oh, who geez. looks good, you know, see a six pack and get a lot of followers, suddenly you're yeah, a personal yeah. trainer. Yeah, yeah. this is like every celeb on there's got selling diet plans nowadays. I know, like, yeah, you, radio you, presenters, TV. What guys. do you actually know? Yeah. yeah, you post one, you know, transformation photo, and you're like, you're how, how did you do it? I, I, I drank juices every day. Exactly. Six days. Weight loss teas. <laughs> that's like, that, that's yeah. why when you, as a client, are looking for a personal trainer, do look in their sort of info bit. Yeah, just if ask. they're a qualified personal mm-hmm. trainer. Or nutritionists, just, yeah. if they're offering diet Ask plan. and ask what qualification we've yeah, got. Yeah, don't be afraid yeah. to ask. Like, just ask, like, what do you do? What have you done? Yeah. Um, is there anyone I can ask, you know, yeah. like your former clients? Or What's the thing? Clients? Yeah, word of mouth is still yeah. the best sales methodology, reviews and everything else. I agree with that. I would say most of my clients are referrals. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, From physios and even 
chiropractors and other clients. And and here's the thing: if you if you get a coach off Instagram, don't look at ones. Don't look at my clients they post about. Yeah, because you need to know like so a lot of coaches train competitive athletes so maybe they like posting about them because those are the focus guys they ever yes. want to get the best results yes. oh yeah and yes, they'll yes, all yes, be yes. shredded and shredded <laughs> and six packs and everyone's like oh well that's good and you best off off season photos so I'm looking a bit fluffy yeah. and, and then you know prep yeah. photo like a day out from stage of a like you know shredded inside out um what there's no problem asking your, your trainer to show you or send uh, send the details of a former client or current client who's just a general population client yeah. you know normal girl, if, girl. if you're just a normal guy girl it's different if you are looking to get on stage have a look at who they've taken newbies who've taken to stage and see sort of results they're getting um but if you're just a general population yeah. client yeah <laughs> that's what you need to be looking at yeah exactly because yeah, you know actually your your personal trainer doesn't need to be shredded themselves no. to be a good personal trainer. That that's such a good point, Andy. And I think a lot of personal trainers put that pressure on themselves mm. to think that they have to look a certain mm-hmm. way to get clients. Mm. And well, sure, some people will come to you if if they want to look like you. Yeah, but it, sure. it's more your experience. Yeah, I think. And yeah, how you work knowledge. with someone. And mm. and I feel that's how it how yeah, it should be. It should be results driven. Not your as a trainer, your results, but yes. results of your clients. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> because, that's, oh, that's so true. Yeah. It's not that you, you know, the whole, you know, training like me. Your clients can't all train like you. Everyone is so different. That's the whole point of personal training. Is that it is tailored for you. Yeah, but the clues in the title: personal training. Exactly. It's not like general training. I'm a general trainer. Right. <laughs> um, no, that's the thing is, um, you know, it's a big deal. I, I've st- I've stopped posting a lot of my workouts on Instagram for a specific reason, and I've had this discussion yeah, with Leon before. Because if you write down, oh, this is what I'm doing, squats, yeah, Romanian deadlifts, blah blah blah. People copy that, and people yeah. saying, oh, I've been following you and just doing what you've been doing. I'm like, great, but. You know, well done to you, but do you know how to do those lifts? Yeah, like, is your body mechanics good? Have you got any injuries? And that's the thing. I always feel responsible when I post training on there, but people are just going to copy it without having the foundation to do it properly True. and get injured. You know, going heavy on the Romanian deadlift when you don't know what you're doing is just like insane. You know, you've got to build your foundation early and, and build it up from there. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, generally, and that's why it's important to have qualified personal trainers. To actually, so when you walk into a gym, because I've been um, asked by guys training in the gym about um, what I'm doing, and you know, and then you know you see them like the following day. They're doing the same thing. Showing someone, <laughs> training someone it, but they don't really understand what they're doing. Yeah. And you're like. And I've, I've had to correct people. I try not to do this unless someone's about to injure themselves. Correct people's form. Like, I see someone doing something, but maybe like, oh, he showed me how to do it. I'm like, oop. I know, it's, <laughs> like, it's always a awkward. hard, hard, hard <laughs> yeah, yeah, line where you see bad form yeah, yeah. but you, you just can't. Yeah, you, I, I ignore it. Uh, most of the time, unless someone is about to get injured or someone, I see it, 
I tend to correct young people more. Someone who's just starting out because yeah, open to it. Yeah, yeah and you want to correct it before we start building yes. bad habits. Yeah. You know? Because now you have to and teach sort of and yeah. teach the bad form and the whatever's been ingrained. Though we can get onto this at another time, but I think some people do get a bit too focused on form and don't go into yeah, yeah. I think certain lifts, deadlifts, you need good form. Squats, you need good form. Any sort of major compound exercise, yeah, yeah, you need compound. perfect form. Yeah. Like, but actually, when it comes to some of the machines, yeah, like, like a leg press, look, just go as heavy as you can, like essentially. Yeah. You're not going to majorly, if you put the safeties in, you're not going to majorly hurt yourself if you've built up to it. Don't just go straight into the gym on your first day throw 200 kgs on the machine yeah. and expect to lift Still it. You have to build up to it. Exactly, always. Um, yeah, because if the, f- like the last two, three reps or yeah. half reps, it, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. As long as as long as you, but you've got to have a foundation, I would say. If you are going super heavy, yeah, your form will suffer. But you also need to go super heavy to get that intensity to build new muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. If you're not progressing your weights, in my view, there is some growth still to be had, but I think when your weights are going up is when you get the maximum benefit from yeah. training. Yeah. Well, we all know that the gym is a, an intimidating place. Yeah. And so if you are beginning your fitness journey, it is, it's a good to have a personal trainer to start out with. Yes. They can show you how to use all the machines and the free weights. They can teach you good form, how to perform all these lifts. And then I would say another really important point for the client to think about, but also you as a personal trainer, is that you're not necessarily having clients for life. You want to teach them so that they can be independent. They can then, you might train them for two or three months, they're comfortable, and then from there they know how to use all the equipment, they can perform all the lifts safely, and, and that's what you want. You want to empower and educate yes. your clients. Give them the tools to, to, yeah, to do it for themselves. Even when they travel or something. Yeah, and the thing is, safe. exactly right. You build a foundation. And if they go away and start training themselves, great. They'll come back to you later yeah. when they've got set goals. Yeah, in, a different, exactly. in a different phase. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, I've been doing this. Now I want to, I'm really, really keen. I want to hit the stage. Or yeah. I'm really, and then you know we've got that foundation. You know, and, and I agree. I think... For a lot of people, to understand the basics of the gym, it's good to get a personal trainer. The right one, though. The right one. And it might seem like a big investment to you, but what what price is, is your health? Yeah, um, even if it's just for a few months. Exactly. Just invest in a package. You know, do, do your research. Find a good trainer that's a good match with you. And hopefully you will have a, a conversation with them about your goals and all of that. And it's just a great way to get into into your fitness journey. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gym. Um, and they can just give you the tools and with nutrition in there as well. Yeah, there's actually that. We, um, you've said it doesn't have to be a gym because you can no. have swimming PTs. You can have a PT for running if you enjoy running. Just yeah. get the right technique if you enjoy boxing. It's we're yeah. not talking about the gym only. Yeah, it doesn't it's, just have to be weights yeah. yeah it's what you enjoy doing so if you like swimming just and you want to get better you know invest in yeah take, exactly you wouldn't join a sports team that had yeah. a rubbish coach exactly yeah yeah, yeah. you wouldn't yeah. you're like well, what's the point of this and the same with any of your if you know if you are someone who loves 
doing a specific thing like you want to do pad work boxing go find an experienced yeah. boxing coach who knows how to handle pads yeah, so. who can progress you and develop you rather than just doing the same basics and you see every PT now in the world wants to pick up pads and do yeah, it true, true. And, and it never changes and it's like alright great for a little bit of cardio but are they progressing because you know at some point their bodies get adapt to that and it's going to feel a lot less hard and taxing to them yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah. so whatever your goal you know go into that specific industry whatever it is and look for someone who will actually help you progress and you know some of these um, personal trainers can seem expensive but if they're a good one you will absolutely get what you pay for exactly the cheaper ones actually work out more expensive because you don't get anything for it and i always say and i see people in the gym all the time with trainers who don't change day into day out. And it could be their own responsibility, but if you know you're doing everything your trainer's asked of you when and you're happening. nothing's happening, change your trainer because they're doing something wrong. You know, if they're not, I believe trainers should always be holistic, so they should always ask you yes. about your diet. Yep. They should always be, or oh, what did what were you eat and make you do like mm-hmm. a diet? A, Diet diary at the beginning. See what you eat in a week. Yeah, true. Just yeah. understand. Just understand you, you. and then go because the gym is a becomes a pointless thing if someone's eating um, like you know trash every day. Yeah, and yeah. not sleeping. Not sleeping. Super stressed. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so their lifestyle's terrible. Their food choices are terrible. And if the PT is not correcting, at least some of that, saying to them, you, you know, for your own health, you need to get to bed a little bit earlier. Yeah. Need to definitely eat a lot better. You know, you're not going to change, and you're wasting your money. Yeah. And and another good sign of a good personal trainer is if they refer you. Like if yeah. they don't know how to help you or that's not their speciality, they'll refer you to exactly. a registered dietitian, a nutritionist. A physio, they won't. They won't just be like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. I think, I think this is what we'll do. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> or, or you just say you don't know, and which is totally fine. You say you don't know. You can go and research it, or you refer them out. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if someone comes to you with a major health condition that you don't know a lot about, turn them away and say, go to your doctor first, speak to them, find a fitness professional who knows. All about it, like this, you know, there's guys out there. If you're a diabetic, there are specific guys yes. and girls who deal with clients who have diabetes, yeah. and that's their specialty. And they have a great, they have a great training because you know, food choices and training has to be tailored around that eating window purely just to get the best out of your blood glucose. Yeah, true. It's easy for you to walk into a gym and say, oh, These are a list of health conditions, will you train me? And they go, Yes, pay me. and as a trainer you've got to value yourself and your reputation more and be willing to turn people over to other people because there's enough clients for everyone you you know why why damage someone's health when you could actually pick up someone more suited to you and pt is still relatively new in kenya Hmm? it's People are still stuck in the aerobics room a few oh, years yeah. ago. So With the same sort of music, if you listen to some of these classes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. yeah, so we still have time to grow, but yeah. Yeah, but it's a fast-growing market. It's like Kenya's got a really fast-growing middle class, and I think with that comes things like improved health conditions. Yeah. 
So people want to be healthier, so therefore they want to get PTs and everything else. So I think, you know, that's important for people to then know what they're looking at. You know, they're going to spend that money. Indeed. I mean, with, with growing middle class as well, you get all on the rise diabetes heart condition <laughs> lifestyle diseases everyone is sitting more yeah and more takeaway more takeaway <laughs> well, this is the thing kenya used to have a really low prevalence of cancer and heart conditions and it was always held up as one of the best diets and lifestyle for beans little meat lots of sakuma wiki yeah, yeah. lots of vegetables like yeah i'm not sure we include new garlic there yeah, oh no, but, you have to include that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, get mass gainer. But you know, Kenya used to have really good health markers. Like the average Kenyan. But now you've got, you know, people want to eat KFC, people wanting to go to Burger King and Domino's. I'm super available. Yeah, it's fashionable, it's available. Pizza it's in, big doughy pizza from Pizza in. Great, yeah, so very the, salty, very sweet dough. Yeah, like the Domino's the other day, yeah. they're, they're giving kids. Oh yeah, you post that. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, free yeah. pizza for kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's every day. Child obesity every day. issues. Every day. Yeah. Child obesity <laughs> issues. Because which kid doesn't love a Domino's pizza? Yep. Yeah. Even even this big fat kid here. Yeah. I love I love a Domino's. True. But I know that I can't eat a Domino's every night. I and can't. Uh, yeah. On my current actually on my current mini cart, I can't eat it at all. Mm. <laughs> you have to plan that. Exactly. You got to fill it into your macros, but a, a big Domino's is hard to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining now kids say they there's not a lot of games outdoor games no. there's more uh, video games video games so the kid is inside of the video game and yeah. then they order a pizza which you can get one they can get one for free so you're somehow saving money can you so yeah, can day. you still get the trappings of the developed world yes you know because it's the status that goes with those trappings I think to a certain extent here like people like drive everywhere because it's nice to own a car it's nice to have a fancy car and i've been in you know eating out and seen couples and families driving in various cars and you're like yeah there's no carpooling <laughs> there's no car you know you guys i know right, you may all come from different places but you can pick each other up i'm sure you know it's like so and you're like you know What's wrong with walking somewhere? You know, I know it's see. You know, when I first came to Kenya, I used to walk everywhere. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car at the time, and I thought it was great. And I people in those days, it was a little bit. Actually, Nairobi was a lot rougher in those days. No robbery yeah, back in yeah, you know, yeah. 2010. <laughs> um, but I still walked everywhere, and I was like, you know, maybe because it's who I am. But you know, I enjoy walking. That's why I like going back to the UK occasionally. Yeah, yeah, you can walk everywhere. And I think that's the, one of the best things anyone can do for themselves: just walk more. Like every day, yes. Can. Just, yep. just walk, just that, move. Yeah, that 20-minute walk after, whenever you can, even in the office, take your 20 minutes, do a walk around the office, or every five minutes, it really does magic. It does. Well, it's it's an exciting time to be in the health and fitness industry here, and we really hope you've enjoyed our first episode. And we'll see you in the next one.